This is a HeadGum Podcast. We want to tell you about a show we think you're going to love. Fake the Nation with Nagin Farsad, a HeadGum Podcast. Fake the Nation is all the comedy about politics without any of the politics about politics. Every week, Nagin Farsad and a cast of her funniest, smartest, and most politically astute friends like Samantha Bee, Liz Winstead, David Cross, and others gather around the political roundtable to break down the news, make you laugh, think, and deliver a gut punch to the American political system. You know and love Nagin from her TED Talk, her film Third Street Blackout, and her book How to Make White People Laugh. Subscribe to Fake the Nation on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, I almost forgot the intro of the show, which is appropriate because of the topic, because... That's something the topic can do, make you forgetful. I should be clear, I'm drunk right now, not stoned. <laughs> but uh, the topic this week is is legal weed. Um, yeah, because uh, we live in New York, mm-hmm. where what? Uh, as of this recording, a couple days ago, it was uh, made. Uh, we, cannabis we all was made. get pot in the mail. And you have to smoke it. <laughs> yep. Cuomo comes to your house and watches you do it. And then he shakes um, his head disapprovingly. I'd like to state for the record at the beginning of this episode, I am not a drugs person. Yeah. Not one of these people that's like, hey, I haven't been saying for the last, uh, my entire adult life, hey, legalize it. Well, I was actually going to say, Tim, you're going to have to come up with a new personality now because up till now you've been the legalize it guy. I, uh, Tom, I don't, <laughs> look, I think uh, I'm I'm happy that the governor was caught groping a bunch of ladies <laughs> and wanted to change the subject. So he finally stopped blocking the prospect of uh, legal legalizing marijuana in the state of New York. Yeah. Um, I'm that... happy that people who have been incarcerated for low level drug offenses yeah. will have their w- records expunged and right, be let out of jail. It's a, that's part of the deal here. Uh, yeah, because it's like, Oh, the crime that you did isn't a crime anymore. So it's like if they legalize murder, they'd have to let all the murderers out. Otherwise, that wouldn't be fair. Yeah. Um, but I do not like weed culture. I do not <laughs> like uh, people who uh, are too into to weed. It's not that I don't like them as people. I just don't like being around them or interacting with them. Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the case with like anything. Like uh, any kind of uh, drug, I guess you could say, because if somebody's like, hey, I'm I'm like a big alcohol guy. All I talk about is alcohol and all I wear are alcohol shirts and uh, my my entire house is decorated with alcohol paraphernalia. You'd be like, oh, that dude's got a drinking problem. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, hey, cool Spuds McKenzie shirt. Nice. <laughs> right. And I really like the, you know, like the Spud McKenzie neon, neon sign. sign. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, look, I just like all the dog stuff in your house is what I'm saying. <laughs> I could take or leave the uh, absolute vodka bottles with highlighter fluid in them, uh, but they do look pretty cool with a uh, dark light. So 
I take it back. <laughs> Keep those two. I think I don't like anybody that's like a big fan of anything. So if it's yeah. weed or like a sports team or Star Wars, it's like, look, I get it. But like, you sure you want to put all your eggs in one basket here? Why don't we, why don't we uh, diversify a little yeah. bit? Yeah. A little bit of this. I'm trying to think. I guess there isn't such a thing as somebody who's like really into cigarette culture. I don't know. I <laughs> or feel would that like... just be like the worst person imaginable? I feel like in the 80s at some point when they had like, uh, you can send in Marlboro boxes and you could get like a speedboat. Right, or like a a leather jacket. Yeah. I think, excuse me, you'll edit that out, right, Tom, when I sneezed? Uh Uh-huh. I I think at, at one point, like, I don't know if cigarette culture was super... Like cool because it was for a while just like no everybody smoked it'd be like yeah do you have drinking water culture <laughs> I guess we kind of do right now not culture yeah I guess yeah. hey Tim there's an app for everything nowadays yeah in today's world I bet you could go on Etsy and like buy a shirt that says hydrated <laughs> AF or something right yeah but could you buy a shirt that says like uh, out of my way, I'm smoking, or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, maybe if it it might be, uh, it might have a picture of Jim Carrey from The Mask on it. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's part of the problem. Well, I was gonna say part of the problem is if you say I'm smoking, you know, it's like, well, what what are you smoking? But also, like, oh, are you on fire? You know, it's not clear if you just see somebody wearing a shirt that says, I like smoking. Um, But I guess the same could be said for drinking. People say, I like drinking, and uh, they don't mean water, and we all know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they mean alcohol. Yeah. Um, They mean the devil water. Is that what it's called? No, it's not called the devil water. The water from the river Styx. (laughs) you, you kind of skipped over Beelzebub's bubbly. What you kind of you kind of went through it quickly, but a big part of this story is the fact that our governor Andrew Cuomo uh, uh, went from America's sweetheart to America's dirtbag, <laughs> and uh, luckily he's nothing if not uh, like incredibly politically motivated, <laughs> and basically. Uh, marijuana legalization. It's insane that it hasn't happened in New York sooner because I think, what, we're the 16th state now? I believe so. It's um, in, it's for recreational, right? Yes, yeah. Um, Where, you know, New York, or at least New York City, is considered, like, you know, one of the most progressive places in America. Um, so it's been kind of crazy that you know, random uh, states uh, that you wouldn't expect would legalize marijuana. And then we're out here like, you know, what the heck? That that state, you know, uh, uh, is full of conservatives and it's still voted to legalize weed. How come we don't have it? But uh, it was because, well, in the past few years, it was because the governor said it was a, a dangerous gateway drug. 
Well, no, he had he had he has this trick that he does all the time where he's like, "Oh, I well, it's popular and I want it." <laughs> right. Um and he like it's just secretly my, worked my by- mom. My mom says no. <laughs> no, that's that's your excuse. <laughs> oh, I would hang out. Well, that's uh, often true, Tim. She said you're a bad influence on me, and sometimes I can I can see that you're right. Uh, other listen, but other times I scream at her and I say Tim's not a bad influence. Let me hang out with them. I can do what I want. Tom, honest question: What does your mom think of me? Uh, my mom likes you. Yeah. Yeah. Is it because I hooked her up with that vaccine appointment when nobody can find one? <sighs> I mean, by now she's probably forgotten about that. <laughs> oh, she forgot about her uh, immunity to the deadly COVID nineteen virus. Well, let me tell you this, Tim. Also, within my family, like extended family, you didn't get any of that credit. I got all that credit. I don't care. I don't care what your <laughs> uncle thinks of me, Tom. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You know, I'm trying to rub it in. Yeah, I mean, my right. mom ultimately still thinks that I'm the most responsible for getting her uh, a vaccine appointment. See, all I want is your mom to think that. I just want to be your mom's number one little sweetheart. Uh, Not sweetheart, little sweetheart. Uh, Her number one little sweetheart is AJ, Tim. Sorry. He's known AJ too long. And AJ, AJ has cute babies, so she likes seeing pictures of cute babies. You didn't ask how my mom feels about you. <laughs> uh, I think your mom's told me how she feels about me. <laughs> what does that mean? Now I'm worried. Uh, no. No, I think I... What does your mom think about me? I imagine your mom still thinks of me as like the teenage stinker that like eats all the Chex Mix. Yeah, I think she's... Uh, <laughs> I don't think she's... Uh, I think she's... I think she probably doesn't have an opinion. Yeah. Which is, yay. Doesn't have an opinion. That's actually, that's pretty shitty. (laughs) Like, Tom, I could take him or leave him. She meets a lot of people, Tom. (laughs) It's not, (laughs) look, it's neutral. You have, you have, you could, it's a, it's a good place to start. You're not, I don't get any points from, uh, during your wedding when your father almost killed me. No, <laughs> for, I mean, you for raising you an objection, have put your hand on my mom's leg, <laughs> and then objecting to the wedding. Yeah. Look, I had had a, you had an open bar, Tim. You were asking for it. Um, Showed up in that Spuds McKenzie shirt, <laughs> hit on my mom, then tried to uh, tried to take my wife from me at the altar. Um, what were you? Oh, you were you were talking about uh, Cuomo says like I want to do this. <clears throat> And then he secretly like works behind the scenes, <laughs> yeah, uh, to to make sure it doesn't happen. So that's um, what he'd been doing with marijuana for you know the past few years, and gun control. Yeah, uh, but then like and he... uh, congestion pricing and <laughs> a million other things. Yeah, uh, but I just know with we. I mean, well, I was gonna say New York. New York City has, you know pretty strict gun gun control like you can't get mm-hmm. a perm i mean not strict in the way anywhere else in the world you would think it was strict but uh but you can't get a handgun in new york legally right 
That's much to your chagrin. (laughs) It's just easier. Um, the, uh, but I was going to say, I know with marijuana, like up until like 2018, he was like, it's a dangerous gateway drug that leads to Mm -hmm. a, you know, heroin addiction. And then he did, you know, I think enough of the country laughed at him for like sounding like an old grandpa for something that's been disproven. So then he changed it to like, yeah, look, I would love it, but, uh, you know, it'd be great, but uh, I can't get it done. It's everybody else. They don't want it. It's like, but everybody else says they want it. They said they just don't want to put it in front of you because you'll veto it immediately. But as you pointed out, he has been credibly accused by multiple women of uh, groping and other such uh, bad things. And uh, to distract everybody, he legalized marijuana or like uh, apparently I was reading that in the negotiations that uh, like the state senate or whatever was like we've never negotiated with him like this where everything that he wanted we when we pushed back they were like nah all right fine whatever forget it which which led to some of the i think more interesting things about this i don't know that much about legalization in other states but i know one of the things that happened in new york is marijuana immediately became legal to possess once this uh, was signed into law. It's not yet legal to buy because, uh, you know, the, it needs to be a regulated market. Yeah, it needs to be a regulated industry. And that that's going to take time for certification and all these companies to spin up and everything. Um, but uh, but do you know, has that been the case in other countries I always or other states? I always thought it was like, uh, come, you know, the 1st of January, it will be legal. Yeah. Um, I think it, the kind of decriminalization of it was already. It had already been decriminalized. Well its in, What's in that? The, I thought it was already decriminalized in the city, at least. Yeah, I think I think that was statewide. Um, but so like, it, you know, very little changes once something is kind of decriminalized, right? Except that, like, um, I think it's also an element of it is, like, uh, a police officer can't use yeah, that that's a big as thing. an excuse to do something else, right? That, that was the, but, no, the number one reason cops gave for, uh, you know, as a way to search a person or a car. Uh, and obviously not people like us. <laughs> uh, uh, people of color, they would do it. And I mean, that's such a like, oh, I, it's not like I saw a gun in your car and now we're going to search your car and find that gun. But it's like, I smelled weed in your car. We're going to search your car. Oh, there wasn't any weed, huh? I must have just been smelling things like. Hey, uh, sometimes people have phantom smells. It's true. I've, I've told the story on the podcast about how when I was a... Uh, uh, an intern for America's Most Wanted. I got pulled over by Virginia police, uh, Virginia state trooper. And he was like, uh, I smell marijuana in the car. Can I search your car? And I was like, huh? Yeah, you can search my, yeah, you're not going to find a marijuana in this car. 
And then he was then he like, he found all your illegal uh, firearms <laughs> in Virginia. It would have been like, oh, oh no, yeah. just guns in here. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, he didn't. I think because I was like, oh, I don't know if you want to. Like you're probably smelling like my car smells awful. <laughs> so if I'm you... Tom in college. I just smell like this. <laughs> if you want to start rooting around in the car, be my guest, pal. I wouldn't touch this stuff. Um, so that's a big element of it. Even though, yeah, in in the past like couple of years before this, uh, if you got caught with weed, all you would get is a ticket. Um. But, you know, the, you you don't want to interact with cops, if if at all possible. And, yeah. uh, you know, often, uh, I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, cops can always find something you're doing wrong. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're in a car. There's definitely some, like, oh, you don't have enough wiper fluid or whatever. Like, you know, I'm going to give you a $1,000 ticket for that. Right. But now you can uh, smoke a doobie right next to a cop. I mean, probably not. They could probably be like, hey, don't, I don't want you s- <laughs> smoking right next to me. But. You can smoke marijuana anywhere you can smoke a cigarette, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's that, actually that's not new... a ton of places, right? Like, you can't smoke <laughs> yeah. in, in New York City parks. Yeah, you can't smoke in the parks. I think you have to be 15 feet away from buildings. Uh, oh really? Yeah. So like in the middle of the street? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you don't you know, cigarette smoking in the city has gone down a lot. In fact, I barely see anybody wearing shirts anymore. That's a out of my way I'm smoking. Um but it's a cool shirt though. But uh but you can do it. And um you know, I saw some quote from like uh the police commissioner where he was like, Well, I think this is sad because like, you know, what are we going to do now when like people call the cops and tell us, you know, somebody's smoking weed outside their apartment? It's like, well, th- you don't have to do anything. <laughs> you tell them, yeah, they're allowed to do that. And, you know, don't, don't call 911. <laughs> yeah. Don't you guys want more things to be, you know, uh, lawful so you don't have to do as much work? Yeah. That's why all the, the cops are like, hey, let's have the purge. Because the cops are just like, hey, free vacation day. It's an extra vacation day. What are they going to do? Tom, would the legalization of marijuana in New York change your life in any way? Uh, Yeah, I'll smoke weed because it'll be illegal. Will you? Uh, Yeah. Why not, Tim? I thought you were going to Maybe it gives you panic guy. attacks if you if you, if you smoke it. If you smoke certain types of weed, it can do that, Tim. Or you if gotta, you're a certain type of person, you got to go for the mellower, the ones that will mellow you out. And when you indica, yeah, indica as opposed to sativa. Um, and um. when when all these dispensaries open. You can go in there and talk to one of them before you buy a $50 joint. <laughs> They'll walk you through it. Have you been to a, in another state, legal marijuana dispensary? Yeah. I went to one in Las Vegas. Ooh. Um, the one time I was in Vegas. And it was a brand new one that I think they claim was the biggest one in America. Right. 
and it was gigantic. Like, and it looked like an Apple store. Like everything was on display under glass, but you could tell everything in there was um, very minimalist, but also like, you know, the nice, the, you know, the best wood and the best Mm -hmm. marble or whatever. So it was like very minimalist and nice looking and like a lot of very nice employees walking around offering to help and answer questions and like, you know, in asking people questions like, it was actually kind of one of those things where I didn't ask questions because I asked like one simple question. And the guy was like, let me get somebody else. And then they like led me to another part of the store. And I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be like a yeah or like, yeah, it's good. Or like, no, nah, it's not so good. <laughs> like, no, but it's like, I'm going to get the the doctor who invented this to not invented marijuana, but. Yeah, I've been to two legal dispensaries. Well, even they, though I don't, it goes along with your persona as the legalizer guy. <laughs> I went one time in Los Angeles, California, yeah. to one that was uh, Netflix b- branded. Okay, so Netflix for some reason like uh, had some sort of stake in the. Like, I think it was probably a marketing stunt. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, was it like uh, uh, for a specific show or just for? No, each of the strains Netflix were like and ne- chill. No. <laughs> You know, Stop Tim, you know what second. that means? Each of the strains was like named after. There was like an orange is the new blackout uh, stoned. Or something. I don't <laughs> think that was it. But but there were blackout like there's a, a, a arrested development like banana stand blend or something. Okay. You know, like there was all named for. Uh, yeah. Um, but I found them to be almost condescending. The way that like weed connoisseurs are right it's like you know the you don't know what kind you you want uh like um, well and that makes sense like uh la i'm a weed noob california's had this yeah they, they've had it legal uh medical and recreational for a while like the place i went i i think i found out later that it was like oh the place opened like that week so everybody was fresh off their training. <laughs> they were all, you know, uh, probably trying to get a promotion or whatever, but they were all very nice and knowledgeable. These people were so rude, I canceled my Netflix subscription. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So don't even ask me what ha- what happens on 13 Reasons Why, Tom, because I don't even know. I haven't seen one minute of it. Uh, what was the other dispensary that you've been to? Um, in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also height, recently, uh, yeah. what, a year ago now? Two years ago? Uh, yeah, I think so, about that. Um, but it was at the height of the coronavirus <laughs> first surge when we didn't know what was going on. It was in, like, April of yeah. 2020. Pure, and- well, that you know, Tim, that just fits with your persona as a legalizer guy. You're, <laughs> you're so concerned with legalizing it that you're willing to uh risk life and limb no i thought it was the one thing that could calm me down um <laughs> so it went it was it was a very massachusetts experience too it was like uh the people waiting online were were just like oh you guys all see it. everybody here seems like oddly down on their luck you know, <laughs> <and> like 
Wait, and that's what you... Wow, you're offending the entire state of Massachusetts right now. It was a very Massachusetts-type place where everyone was down on their luck. Jeez. Decked out in Patriots gear. Well, I guess we won't be doing any sh- live shows in Massachusetts once everything comes back to normal. No, they, they know what I'm talking about, Tom. It was like a like it was like a towny vibe, right? Okay. Look, they like it. They take pride in being down on their luck, <laughs> salt of the earth. Um. Um. And uh, but here's the thing, Tom. Mm-hmm. Both times, spent like fifty dollars on a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Took it back to where and, I was and staying. Tim. And what was that thing? A weed pen. In in Massachusetts, so in a you joint. can draw with marijuana no, it, with one of they these. They have uh, mar- they make marijuana into a juice. Uh huh. And you smoke it through a vape. Well, then you're not smoking it; you're vaping it. You're vaping it. Sorry, I don't know the terms, Tom. I'm not a drugs person. <laughs> and well, both times, I'm, I was like, Tim, oh, I'm just trying I, to get get you up to speed so Cuomo doesn't throw you out of the state. I asked for like the mellow stuff. I was like, oh, I smoked weed like twenty years ago." Yeah. Hey, you got any of the stuff me... like uh, they had in the sixties? <laughs> and it started giving me panic attacks. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and I was like, "I'm looking for something." And they were like, "Ah, oh, this is what you want." And both times, took mm-hmm. it back, took like one small hit, and immediately started freaking <laughs> out. Like panic attack, shortness of breath. Uh, my heart started racing. Yeah, couldn't wait, and like. It felt stoned for what seemed like six hours. Couldn't <laughs> fall asleep. Um, but I'll keep trying. I'll try again once they open up in New York. Well, that's like the weird thing. Uh, like from what I've read, one of the problems with um, like dispensaries in general, I think it's gotten better maybe in places like L.A. But like at first, these places, they're just getting weed connoisseurs. Like, they're just getting people who come in and are like, yeah, um, nothing gets me stoned anymore because I smoke so much weed. Do you have... Smoking 16 hours a day for the last 15 years. Yeah. Do you have something that will hit harder for me? Yeah. And, like, that's all the stuff that they carry because that's the, the type of customer they have. You know, it'd be like if you went to a liquor store and all they had was Everclear. It's just like, nah, this is, this is the good stuff. It's the strongest stuff you can buy. And you'd be like, well, I don't want the strongest stuff. Um, but I think that that is diversifying with, with things like CBD getting more popular and like boomers wanting to relive their youth uh, or, and or just becoming more open to uh, the idea of uh, smoking, that was like, I was surprised. That was uh, one thing my mom was like, this is great. Me and your aunt are going to get stoned. <laughs> and I was like, no, you're not. You're not going to be able to figure out how to get it. Um, you idiot. Um, just kidding. I'll, I'll teach your mom. When I <laughs> that'll 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 uh get that, me in yeah. good graces um maybe you could do maybe uh this might be a good way to get in with with my mom Tom. yeah okay we can instead we of making can... a clumsy pass at her at her son's wedding <laughs> um but i think that that's i, I think that there's going to be like uh yeah more more mellow stuff 
Uh, but you were saying, Tim, you got a weed pen and a joint, but you you right. you did the pen, not the joint. No, I did. Uh, I got a joint in <laughs> L.A. Oh, okay. And I took one hit of that, and Tim, keep in mind, I am a federal agent. That's that's fine. Yeah, Tom, if we talk about any of this, we're never going to be able to get a job at the White House. Yeah, yeah. Biden <laughs> Biden administration fired a bunch of people from the White They were like, you can tell us if you smoked. It's cool. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I smoked. They're like, you're fired. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. um, can you think of a job that you would want least than any job Le- any any job that you'd want less than any job in the White House that just sounds like the a nightmare. <sighs> yeah, no, pressure, no matter boring. Who, yeah, no matter who the president is. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it's just got to be the most like thankless. Like you never get thanked for anything you do, but you get blamed when things go wrong and. Yeah, like conniving office politics all the time. Yeah, and, like you, everybody's like uh, mean to each other because they're all like uh, grizzled and they're all yeah. <laughs> just. You're, you're working in an office with probably like five other people who think one day they're going to be president, and that's yeah. like what they're uh, how they're living their entire life <laughs> with that goal in mind. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't want to work in the White House. Um, one of the things with this with this legalization, Tim, is that um, uh, they uh, you can't be drug tested. You can't be tested for marijuana for a job in New York anymore, unless it is a job uh, that requires some kind of federal clearance. Mm. So I'm guessing something like a pilot or whatever. Uh, you know, it's like, well, you're not a New York pilot. You get, you have a federal license to fly. So yeah, we can drug test you uh, because it's not legal on the federal level. And that also doesn't mean, you know, just like drinking, that doesn't mean you can't get fired for smoking weed at your job or showing up <laughs> high. I think smoking weed should only be a le- should only be legal between like nine p.m. and two a.m. Yeah, I. Uh, I kind of agree. That's like the only time I'm normally ever interested if I was ever interested in doing this, which now I am because it's legal. But before it was legal, I was not interested. Um, yeah, you wouldn't even know what to do. <laughs> uh, that was that was me. Like, uh, I never understood the, the wake and bake uh, people. See, look. They're... It just makes me too tired. Like, I'll just fall asleep if I do that. You ruin your whole day. Yeah. It stinks. It's like, uh, it's fun for a minute, then like you, you screwed up your whole day. Yeah, and, and then you're like, the oh, thing. I need to do stuff. Yeah, but then you don't do the stuff. I don't know. I'm also Everybody's different, of, though. Uh, that's that's the other thing. That for some people, yeah. uh, works great. I was reading uh, uh, the this uh, GQ interview with uh, Seth Rogen. He was talk- they were talking about how much he smokes... Uh, like all day. He smokes weed? He does. He finally admitted it. There were a lot oh, of rumors, wow. but he finally came out and said I hadn't he did. even heard the rumors. I never would have um, never would have guessed. And like it seems just like uh, uh, you know, it was like eight or nine joints a day. And it's like Jesus Christ, that would level me. But it's like, nope, but he does that in the you know, as he's having like 20 meetings a day. <laughs> and it's like it works for him. So great. Yeah. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, 
Seth, if you didn't smoke weed, you would be so much more productive. <laughs> <laughs> you would be rich. <laughs> You'd be rich um, beyond your wildest dreams. This week's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, connecting you in a safe and private online environment that's extremely convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely, thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to counselors located near you. Licensed professional counselors are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient, it's professional, and it's affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com guide. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com guide. Before you leave the house, you do the checklist for your phone, keys, and wallet. It's time to add one more thing before you walk out the door. Birdie is the newest essential addition to your routine. Birdie is a personal safety alarm designed to be easy to carry and simple to use. When you activate your Birdie with a quick pull, the alarm will emit a loud 130 decibel siren and flashing strobe light to help deter an attack. Tom, we've demonstrated this uh, in the past. It is a piercingly loud noise. It's too loud for me to do again in my apartment. (laughs) Yes. Unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, uh, Birdie is no danger to you. Feel confident to use it without the worry. Birdie goes wherever you do. The alarm comes in multiple colors and has a brass keychain so you can attach it to your keys or bag. Over 300,000 Birdie alarms have been sold and they have thousands of five star reviews. Join the flock today for a safer tomorrow. But get this, Tom, I want mm-hmm. you to listen. I'm listening. Right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash guide. Go to She's Birdie, that's spelled S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash guide for 15% off your first purchase. That's she'sbirdie.com slash guide. Tom, you and I are both like talking circles around, uh, talk, talking uh, in cryptic sentences because we're afraid that we're going to get in trouble for some reason, I think. <laughs> that we're going to get raided. Yeah, like, uh, first of all, um, Tom, mm-hmm. <clears throat> my history with, with marijuana is uh, I smoked a bit in college mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Tom, 20 years ago. Yeah. 
Um, I smoked uh, mostly, like, here's my excuse. Mm-hmm. New York City, college, yeah. 9-11 happened. <laughs> that was the year. That was the year that I, like, smoked too much pot. And that was the year where, like, you could get away with anything. Yeah. If, if you, like, I went to NYU, and mm-hmm. uh, after 9-11 happened at the beginning of the year, as long as you stayed enrolled at NYU and kept paying them, they were like, yeah, we're just going to give you an A in every class. Don't even bother showing up. It's just a, the check's clear. You guys yeah. are good. Um, and uh, you could walk around the streets doing whatever you wanted um, yeah. as long as you were, I guess, the, the white kid. Right. Well, um, you were known, uh, you were famous for a little bit as the Washington Square Flasher, if I remember. <laughs> they, they, they had bigger fish to fry at the time, Tom. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Nothing was ever proven. <laughs> um, but then, it me, like, that, that was like a year, and then um, it started giving me panic attacks. And yeah. uh, by the next year, I just stopped. Um, I forget where I was going with that. Oh. Mm hmm. No, go ahead. You were- well, I was going to say my history is that I tried it for the first time uh, Tuesday after Wednesday afternoon when it was legalized. Four thirty-five like, well, p.m. Yeah, I was like, "Well, let's see all the, let's see what all the fuss is about." Tom, do you or do you not? I'm not going to ask these questions. <laughs> all right. But we can't get in trouble. But here's the thing: like uh-huh. now, it's just like it's like. Alcohol, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, it's, it, but I think we get a little. Like here, here comes Tim the Prude, Tim the uh-huh. Killjoy. I'm sorry, I'm not a drugs person, but like, there's a difference between something like isn't really that harmful and uh-huh. like, no, nah, you should do it, <laughs> do right. it as much as you can. Well, I like, you know gonna, what you need to do this thing. I was going to say my hesitancy to talk about it is because I don't want to be associated with a weed culture guy. Like, I think you can like weed without uh, having a shirt about it. I don't think you should have a shirt about anything. (laughs) I, I mean, I completely agree with that, Tim. You never see me wearing shirts with like any writing on them or any kind of logo or anything. (laughs) I just want to wear... I always want to wear shirts where I can be cleared uh, to be in the background of of something. Oh, so like no, something no, being filmed. Yeah, so like no. I don't want to be colors, blurred. No stripes. Right. Yeah. Or, or I don't want my shots cut because you know it's it's too flashy or something. And like now on a screen, stripes look weird sometimes. Yeah. Um. When are they going to fix that? When are they going to make it so that <laughs> <laughs> you can you can make stuff and like you can wear any shirt? Yeah, they got like eight K cameras and TVs now, but you still can't wear stripes if you're in the <laughs> it's insane in the audience of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it'll, it'll, I don't know what will even happen. People will get seizures, maybe. It'll I think break so. televisions. Um, one of the crazy things about this. Two is um, like how so like I mentioned immediately, you know, you you can't get in trouble for possessing less than three ounces. Three ounces is a lot of weed. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot if you're thinking right. about like uh, uh, a steak. Yeah, <laughs> right. A three ounce steak. Send it back. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, if you're not familiar with weed, think about how much cigarettes weigh. You've probably held a cigarette. Um, three ounces of weed is uh, enough, according to what I read, enough to fill. And I'm not being facetious here. I don't know how to do the math here. Uh, enough to fill 100 to 250 joints. Hmm. Depending on, you know, like how full they are. So, like, right. that's a lot. Like, if you can walk around with 250 joints <laughs> in your pocket, and then part of the the law uh, that I don't think is in effect yet but will be is that it's like three ounces is what you can walk around with. You can have up to five pounds at home. And, like, right. five pounds, that's thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands, tens of thousands probably mm. of weed, like, that's a lot of weed. So, you know, really, you're good. And same thing with uh, you can have 26 grams of concentrate. So things like a vape pen. And most like vape pens or cartridges are half a gram to a gram. So again, so you have you, like 50 of them. Yeah, you could be walking around with 50 cartridges. And if a cop stopped you or something, you'd be like, these are for personal use. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, well, that's what the law says. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, uh, so like along these lines, this is one of those things that people didn't think was going to get okayed, but did, was um, a person can have up to six plants and up to 12 per household. Now, this isn't legal yet. I think the law says something like this goes into effect six months after retail stores open, I believe. Hmm. So I guess they just like, I don't know, don't want competition and they think that will somehow affect things like that part. I don't know why that didn't immediately go into effect. But you mean the government can lock you up for having a plant? Yeah. God's herb. That's what everybody calls it, Tom, on the street. God's <laughs> herb. Well, but the- <laughs> we had a, we had a health class teacher in high school <laughs> who was like he, he had this whole screed against uh marijuana uh he was like a young guy he's like look i know everybody out there is saying like it's natural everybody calls marijuana god's herb they're walking around saying like why don't you smoke some of god's herb oh it's god's <laughs> herb it's natural well it's not natural um, but I had, that was the only time I had ever heard it referred to as God's herb. I, I thought uh, uh, God's herb was thyme. Yeah, I thought it was rosemary. <laughs> um, well, but here's the thing. So that is, you know, the, the law is going to go into effect for that. But the law right now is that you, the law is basically you can't grow... You know, as of the other day, you, when the new laws went into effect, you can't grow weed at home yet. But if you do, there's no criminal penalties for it. <laughs> so it's like it's something you're not allowed to do, but there's also not a punishment for doing it. Hmm. Is there anything else like that? Like, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of this. like you can't do this, but I mean, there are things where it's like. You can't, you, there, there's not a law against this, but like you'd be a real dick to do it. <laughs> right. Uh, but otherwise, no, I mean, especially in New York, it's like first things first, they figure out what the fine should be <laughs> for, for anything. 
Like there, you know, you put out the wrong garbage. There is a fine. You, you know, do, uh, yeah, throw, throw something out in the garbage. You're not supposed to. There's a fine. If it's too far from the curb, there's a fine. So far, I'm just giving garbage related examples, but there are others. Tom, there's a lot of car related stuff in, in New yeah. York City. The other day I was riding around in the suburbs, mm-hmm. um, like late at night. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to stop at a CVS on my my way back to to my Airbnb, mm-hmm. and there was like a, a weird parking lot, and I was like, oh, I, I don't know, I can't park. I, I, like I don't know where. And my wife was just like, just park anywhere, park in the middle of the street. You're running into <laughs> CVS for five minutes, and I forgot after living in New York City for so long, where yeah. like everything you do, if you like don't follow the rule to yeah. a T for like a minute like you're gonna get like a 250 dollar fine or like something's gonna happen or like yeah there's gonna be f- well, 15 people lined up honking their horns or yelling at <laughs> you or something it felt so freeing to be like oh there's no rule you can just kind of like do whatever you want for a few minutes it's cool yeah uh, yeah because in new york too it's you know there are very very few neighborhoods i think where you could even say like, oh yeah, I mean, there you know, there's hardly ever any cops in this neighborhood. It's like, no, no matter where you are, there are so many cops hmm. in New York City that it's just like, yeah, that that time you're like, I'm gonna park in front of a hydrant for literally two minutes with my blinkers on, uh, with my hazards on. It's like I I don't do stuff like that because it's like, nope, a cop could drive yeah. by and they will stop and give you a ticket. They love it. They'd love to give you a ticket. Well, it's how the city makes money. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it shouldn't be that. I don't blame them for doing it is what they're being told to do. But the, the city should not make as much, should not rely on ticketing as much as it does for yeah. for things. So, but Tom, Tom, mm-hmm. they like doing it. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't blame them. They love it. They freaking love it. Okay. Tom. I'm, I'm, I'm just... Uh, playing both sides of the fence here so that when this when this episode goes out and they raid our homes they'll be like yeah and the little guy's the one that said we love giving out tickets <laughs> and the big guy said no they just have to do it so we'll let yeah, him i mean go. there is very little evidence that the nypd enjoys using their power <laughs> um but yeah so plants uh, although there are like, you know, uh, a thing I read was basically saying like, you know, check your lease before you, uh, you know, start a greenhouse in your home. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, there, there often are, uh, are you allowed to smoke cigarettes in your apartment according to your lease? I believe so. I think there are rules about like your windows have to be open and the door has to be closed. And, like, it's still heavily frowned upon. So in my building, there's uh, – I live in a building that's a part of, like, a few building complex. And um, there's a Facebook group. A halfway home. (laughs) There's a Facebook group for it. And uh, people do post sometimes, like, hey, is somebody in this building on this floor, like, smoking cigarettes, like, a lot? Could you – 
not could you go outside or like i don't know if you're not opening your window if you aren't can you if you are opening your window it's not working enough please don't do this so people do for the most part still go outside to smoke tom new york city this summer is going it's going to be it's going to be insane it's going to block out the sun (laughs) the the level the, the the smoke cloud that is going to appear over new york city like when they decriminalized it a couple of years ago you already you walk down the street you oh yeah everywhere. if everybody if everybody's doing it all oh my god it's gonna be uh, well tom you're very excited about white boy summer <laughs> um you're confusing me with chet hanks yeah um, you often like, do that uh, weed boy summer right yeah weed, weed people summer yeah hey weed everyone summer uh yeah. i was gonna say too uh, I, I, I'm not going to be able to leave my home without having a freaking panic attack. Without you know, having a breathe. contact high. Yeah, just breathing in the air and then just got to stay I'm, home. Look, Tim, I'm sure I'll be fine. Everybody had to stay inside for a year and now a popular drug is legal. I don't <laughs> As everybody gets vaccinated. I don't know how that could possibly lead to trouble. Um, but I was going to say, so like you're not allowed to smoke weed in the park in any New York city parks, because you're not allowed to smoke cigarettes. You're not allowed to smoke anything in the park. If you get caught, it's a $25 fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, you can't again though. I think that's, that's along the lines of being a dick. Like don't, don't smoke cigarettes Mm -hmm. in the park. People are in the park to enjoy nature. Don't, don't screw that up for them. You know what they need? Do you think, uh, Hasn't it been great over the last year uh, drinking in the park? Yeah. That's been kind wow, of... Wow, Tim, you were making a very incriminating episode for both of us. <laughs> Tom, this is a work of fiction. We're playing characters. <laughs> um, that's not just in my neighborhood, right? This isn't one of those, hey, isn't it great how things don't have consequences? And it just turns out like, no, <laughs> for Dick, me, they don't have consequences for you. <laughs> yeah. Like that was a whole big thing under Bloomberg when Bloomberg like openly said like, "Hey, it's a beautiful summer. Go to the go to the park, have a glass of wine with your friends." And, yeah. And like, it's like, oh, white people are allowed to have wine in the park where yeah. uh, they they throw yeah. have a, a have black a... person in jail for the weekend for for yeah, having a beer yeah. in the park. <laughs> Yeah, have a have a glass of wine in the park. Don't have a beer in a pla- in a paper bag. Yeah. No, then we're we're gonna know. We're gonna get you. Um, two other things. Two other big things. You can that- pour beer into just like a, a glass bottle, and if a if a cop is like, "That's beer," it's like, "No, I'm drinking piss." <laughs> yeah, and then right. what 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 are they gonna do? Are they gonna yeah, like prove it's beer? It's piss, and then they're gonna be like, "Here, try it. it. It's, it's piss. piss." Yeah, yeah. And they're gonna be like, oh, "No thanks." That's how you outsmart the cops. Yeah, if they're like, "Well, that piss smells an awful lot like beer," be like, "Well, I got it from a drunk." Yeah, uh, drink it if you if you're so confident that it's beer. <laughs> so, two other things that I wanted to talk about uh, that go along with this. The first one is. Uh, 
Um, they are also, I believe immediately, but uh, I'm not sure of that loosening, uh, medical marijuana, uh, uh, directives. Cause I didn't know that much about, so like medical marijuana has been legal in New York, I think for a long time. Yeah. But you never hear about it. Like I remember, you know, we have friends that lived in California, live in California. And like, you know, we have a friend, uh, that I remember, uh, you know, was showing us a bunch of weed he had in San Francisco from like a dispensary a few years ago. And he was like, uh, and you know, somebody asked him like, well, how, like, how's all that work with like a medical, this was before recreational was legalized there. And he mm-hmm. was like, oh, it's great. You go to the place where you buy weed. And then when you want to buy weed and you tell them you don't have a card, they go, okay, no problem. We need 50 more dollars and then go in this room and you're going to have a meeting with a doctor. And in the room, there was just an iPad and like one button <laughs> and it's it and it video called a doctor who was laying on a hammock like somewhere else. And he was like, "Hi, what, what, uh, what's the problem? What are, what are issues you're having?" And he's like, uh, "Sometimes I find it hard to fall asleep, and like sometimes I'm anxious." And he's like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the solution for you would be marijuana. I'll give you a prescription for marijuana, and then you go back out into the marijuana store and buy marijuana." That was not the case in New York. New York. No you needed to have like basically a life threatening or terminal illness to get Mm -hmm. a marijuana prescription. It was not, it was for like multiple sclerosis or cancer, like, you know, things where you're dealing with a lot of pain, then they Mm -hmm. would prescribe it to you. Um, And then once they did, you could not buy actual flour you could not buy the buds of, of a plant. You couldn't buy just raw plant. You had to buy like a tincture or a vape or pills because according to, you know. Pills? There's weed pills? Yeah, which I think just have like a tincture in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically the thing, the, the, you know, the, the idea behind this was like, well, that's sending the wrong message if we're selling people flour because then if they they smoke it, that's bad because it, you know, and like smoking anything, you shouldn't burn anything and inhale it. <laughs> like uh, Tom, the fact that you're calling it flour makes you sound more like a weed oh, guy God than damn anything it. Else. I knew it. <laughs> They're not letting them buy flour. I was like, what are you talking about? To bake with? And you're like, yeah, man, to bake with. Yeah, to get baked with. Yeah. Um, but, uh, You'll and um, I I'm not sure. I think doctors still have to be licensed to prescribe weed, um, but they can prescribe it at their discretion now. So they they don't need to have it just, you know, it could just be like, yeah, no, I think this person's too uptight and this would help. <laughs> so you're going to have a lot of guys like uh, that look like Dr. Harold Bornstein. I don't know who that is or what that means. <laughs> you remember that guy that was uh, that gave uh, former real estate developer Donald Trump uh, that glowing? Uh, oh, yeah, the, the long-haired doctor. 
Yeah, then he then he died. Yeah. Uh, the I, fact that that guy died. Yeah. Weird. I like that guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> you seem like a cool doctor. I wish I had a doctor like that. Prescri- I mean, a doctor like, <laughs> prescribe any- me amphetamines because I want them. Yeah, any doctor I've ever been to, like. It's so dismissive, doesn't give you the time of day, yeah. right? Like, yeah. oh, I'm a busy guy, I'm better than you. This guy, you could he would do anything. He'd, he'd fucking go to bat for you. That's awesome. I'd yeah, love yeah. a doctor like Dr. You Harold could, Bornstein. You could just bring him a letter and he would sign it and say he wrote yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then like when the most famous journalists in the world were like, did you write it? You'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, I wrote it. And then six months later, be like, Idiots! I didn't even write that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I fooled you. We fooled you. you. Believe me. Me and uh, my beloved client fooled you. Uh, um, yeah, and then he also. Uh, I won't get into it. Anyway, um, uh, so also whenever I hear that a doctor died, I'm like, I guess he wasn't a very good doctor. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> which is real stupid to think. Yes, everybody, everybody dies. But I mean, there's so many like, uh, like, uh, uh, I forget what somebody I heard about recently, you know, uh, it's like, oh, unfortunately this person's not well. It's like, oh, that person's still alive. Famous person. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, they're 102 years old. It's like, all right, they probably ready to go. (laughs) Like, I don't think we should feel that sad. You know, uh, death is a part of life. Like, premature death is the worst. But but somebody's had a nice long life. It's going to be sad for their loved ones. But for for me, I'm all right. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I, I think this all started, um, like, I think when 2016, when people were really, yeah, this is like the worst. All, all the famous of, yeah. people are dying. It's like... No, you're just like these people are on your radar because right. of the, the weirdly connected world we live in and the weird kind of like endless nostalgia loop and like right. A, B, C, and D list celebrities just being on everybody's radar for some reason for like long after they're active in whatever they were famous for. It's like, I don't know. They're like, oh no, like. This guy from MASH died. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's always Colonel the... Potter from MASH died. It's like, oh, I did. I forgot that guy existed. Sad for him, but oh, yeah, he was 103. Cool. Um, well, my yeah. They're, they're... Well, and that's Not the like, thing. Damn you, 2020. When people die in threes, they're always, it's always like George Clooney, Brad Pitt, and a guy from MASH. It's never three people of equal caliber. It's just people are trained now, like, oh, famous people die in threes, so now I'm going to pay attention. Famous people die constantly. Yeah, people die constantly. Everybody dies constantly, especially old people. Not me. Not me. Not with this serum I've been working on. (laughs) Um, uh, I die constantly. I'm stuck in a... uh... Edge of Tomorrow situation. <laughs> wow. But do you have to do the podcast every day? Yeah. And you how many times have you done this now? Countless times. It's, it's, and this it, is I, the best you hellish. can do. Uh, t- so far, yeah. <laughs> but I think I'll probably die at the end again. Um, 
so yeah, that my point being that there's uh, also big changes with medical. So like, even though it is going to take a while for retail shops to open, um, you know, if you're really itching to pay a lot more money for weed, you can uh, uh, pretty easily get a card right now and start going to one of these stores. Uh, right. And it does make me think like, like I, I do wonder, at least in New York City, if these stores are kind of going to open with a bit of a whimper because it's going to take so long, you know, probably like a year and a half that by the time they open, it's going to be like, oh, but a million other people figured out they can't get in trouble anymore. <laughs> and they've started <laughs> their own businesses. Because I know this is somewhat the case in California where there's like a big black market, but it's not it's not the a black market in the way you think of like, oh, and it's all underground. It's like, no, there are like, you know, uh, swap meets at like big parking lots and people have like, you know, it's like vendors and they have like desks and uh, elaborate, not desk tables and like brochures about their weed and stuff, but they're not licensed, but it's still like, yeah, no, but we're having a big ticketed event. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, what's going to happen? The, the, you know, the police are going to raid this and give out $25 tickets. <laughs> like, so Probably, I, yeah. I do think, I mean, and I know of, like, I remember reading this thing about, um, I forget what magazine it was in or like uh, an high on, times <laughs> online magazine about, um, this guy in New York who, uh, sells like weed pizza hmm. But like it's online and like I'm not going to give out the URL, but like, I don't know. I just Googled this guy's name or maybe it even had it in the article. And it's just like, you know, it, it looks like a seamless website. And it's just and like it's weed pizza, but then it's also like just regular weed. And it's Why like, why don't oh, you I tell can, me his name? I'll tell you later, Tim. Okay. I'm not. Look, I'm not looking to go to jail tonight. <laughs> You wouldn't go to jail tonight. But I'm I'm just saying that it's all get released for another couple of days. It's already a uh you know, fairly open thing, but I think it's about to get like a lot more open. And then I think these stores are gonna open and people are gonna be like, What? This is like double what I would pay anywhere else. I'm not gonna buy this. <laughs> Although yeah. I would say like the one thing I would be excited for would be uh, like a place to buy vape cartridge that, you know, doesn't have poison in it. <laughs> like a plant. Yeah, it could still have pesticide in it. It could have been, you know, something like that. But it's like, eh, same thing with everything else I eat. <laughs> so it's like at least I can look at it and be like, yeah, this looks normal-ish. Right. But, you know, these other things could have shampoo in them or something. I mean, shampoo is good, too. I think for me, if I ever get... Oh, uh, what about uh, edibles? Mm. That, like, uh, I've never really done. No, me neither. Because they do scare me. I've tried, like, so I have had them. But never in a quantity where I've felt it because yeah. I've always been so nervous where I'm like, no, just give me like a, a teeny tiny, give me a crumb off that. 
and let me wait three hours and see if it did anything. <laughs> but that's well, going to be, yeah, that's going to be something uh, that's going to be a lot bigger. Yeah. It could be uh, nice. You eat a brownie and then you go to bed. Yeah. I mean, that's how I live my life now, which is regular brownies. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, the other big thing that I wanted to mention that that's another big part of this, which I think this is another one of those parts of the law where it's like, like, you know, this was like a, you know, Cuomo's people back down on everything else. So we threw this out there and like, yeah, they said, all right, is, um, uh, there are going to be legalized consumption sites. So mm. lounge like places. So basically like oh, a, that's going to be the worst, <laughs> like uh, like a coffee shop in Amsterdam, like those kinds uh, of places. Yeah. Um, but in New York City. Uh, yeah. So there yuck. are going to be places where like a cigar bar where it's like, yep, you're allowed to buy and consume uh, marijuana here. Um, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't uh, like I'd be interested in it once, but then I think I'd probably get like so. I mean, I already don't like, you know, often going to bars where there are other people. <laughs> yeah, I only like going places with people that I know very well. Right. And or are borderline empty. But that'd be cool. Like, you know, once the hubbub dies down, these consumption sites, you know, might not be like crazy all the time. And it and it might be like, oh yeah, there's a place on, you know, on my walk home from work and I could stop in there and uh you know, I don't know. I don't know how I don't know what they would sell that would be like a like the equivalent of like one beer. I don't know if it's like you can you can pay five bucks and you can take one toke off this guy's <laughs> pipe. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd do that. It's a one hitter. Yeah, or maybe they'll sell, yeah, just like uh, one-time use one-hitters. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but otherwise it seems uh, like, a, I mean, I don't know how these places work in other states. Because uh, I, I do think they have them in Denver and stuff already, or yeah. Colorado rather. But um, yeah, I don't know how it works as far as like, so is this like a bar where it's like I'm going to go up there every like half hour to an hour and get something else? Or is this like I'm going to walk in, drop like a decent like I'm going to have to pay like $50, but then I'm not going to, you know, interact with the, the with the staff here again. That sounds like how the hell do you get people out of there? Exactly. And I was uh, also I, I, I do not want to run one of these establishments, Tom, if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> well, and I was also thinking, right, because you can't be like, hey, you haven't bought anything in a while when it's like, well, no, I, I bought something and it was very expensive. So now I'm going to hang out here all afternoon. Right. Um, and also, like, it's a thing that is conducive to making you just like want to sit there for, for <laughs> hours and hours on it. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, it's not going to be there. Are, there it's aren't not, gonna nobody's going to go there and be like, "Well, now I have to go uh, meet my daughter at something." Th there's not going to be uh, like weed consumption site crawls. Yeah, the, the way there are pub crawls or bar crawls is going to be like you go to the first place is like, you know what? Actually, I'm good. I'm just going to hang out here the rest of the day. 
nah, we're going to go to a place a few blocks away. Nah, I'm good. I'm just going to hang out here. There's literally no reason to do that. But I was also thinking these consumption sites, like I assume, maybe I'm wrong, but I assume there's probably going to be some kind of like law against having like alcohol and weed, like, you know, that like bars aren't going to be able to be like, we're a consumption site, you can buy weed here too. And also like mixing the two is often when trouble starts, like that's one of the few times like weed can turn people aggressive and make them puke and stuff like that. Um, But I was thinking if there are consumption sites where it's like, we're a consumption site slash pizzeria, they're going to be like the richest business in New York. Yeah. So I guess that's what I I mean. If I was going to run a consumption site, it'd be like, yeah, you have to pay up front to like buy, buy some weed related thing here. But then you're not going to come and buy more weed, probably. You don't need that much, and weed's, like, fairly cheap. Uh, but we've got very nice pizzas that we'll sell you and, you know, ice cream and whatever, candy. Just stay home I might just friends. go. To, I might just go to one of these stores and not even uh, buy any weed. I might just buy. If there was a store that had pizza, ice cream, and candy, yeah, I'd stop off there after work. <laughs> Blow off Tom, some I gotta, steam. <laughs> I gotta admit, you've been talking for like five minutes straight. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. I was just bringing up another another law, Tim. <sighs> did you smoke weed before we did this? No, but I had a bunch to drink. <laughs> well, that's fine. Hey, they're both fine now. Hey, they're both encouraged. Hey, what are you, some kind of freaking prude? <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at tcgte. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And you can support us by checking out our sponsors. Also check out patreon.com slash complete guide. Uh, this week we're doing another Q and A because we are in between books. But then, what book are you reading after that? What? What? I I didn't check the final poll. A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, all right, Star- cool. Uh, <laughs> starring uh, by Madeline Madeline Langle Langle. The name has always... an apostrophe, right? Yeah. Yeah, those always throw me off. Yeah, screw um, it. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be doing that. Do you want to tease what will be coming up after that, Tim? Tom? On Patreon? They've, they've uh, answered your calls to, quote, legalize it. So we're going to take it advantage, take advantage of it as soon as we're done with this next uh, book, book miniseries. Um, Tim and Tom will smoke weed (laughs) (laughs) and record it on patreon (laughs) yeah and uh yeah so i mean that's you can hear me have a a panic attack in real time (laughs) and me just wander off (laughs) you know what tom this that might be i'm gonna be vaccinated fully vaccinated oh maybe that should be our first one back in uh together yeah in person Uh. 
that would make a lot more sense because like if we do that <laughs> and then have to set up this like uh facetime and yeah. sync our recordings yeah, together tough. that's never gonna get released we're gonna have to go it's to a, be a all messed up a, a smoke shop and get a bong get, yeah. get the biggest bong that you use some of this patreon might uh go into a store and say my good man the biggest bong you have please <laughs> Ooh, uh, ooh, this is going to be nice, Tom. Yeah. I mean, that's so that's the other weird thing about New York. I mean, a lot of other cities, at least in America, uh, you know, there's there's like smoke shops all over that sell like everything except marijuana that you could ever want. Uh, and it sounds like we're going to have to hit one of them up to find some kind of vestibule to partake, <laughs> as they say. I still have these. <laughs> still have that weed pen I took one hit of. <laughs> no, Tim. A year ago. This has to be a bong so big you got to stand up. Is that is that in the the um, CDC recommendations? If if you <laughs> and somebody else are both vaccinated, you can get together and smoke out of the same bong for a while. Yeah, and then do a podcast about it, but only. On Patreon. So yeah. well, check out, pay l- all that. look for that in a month and a half, but sign up now. Yeah. <laughs> sign can... up now. Yeah, get in early. Yeah, who knows? We may cut it off. We might be like, hey, we don't want the feds signing up. So uh, we're going to stop. Uh, sign- no, we're not going to sign Sign up if you want. Don't if you don't want. But it's a good It's a good thing. I like it. Yeah. Anything else, Tim? Any, any parting thoughts? Do you think this is going to lead to a new era of hedonism in New York? I don't think so. I think it'll just smell like weed literally everywhere in New York. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's better than is... garbage and piss. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> do you think they should uh, legalize all other drugs? Uh, I think they should decriminalize them. Mm-hmm. Like Amsterdam? I... Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I mean, a lot of uh, Portugal's done that, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, wa- is it Washington State or Oregon that did it? I think it was Washington State. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, if you have a problem, you, you, they, they help you get clean. Exactly. Like other, other uh, you know, actual dangerous drugs. Uh, yeah. People, I don't. I don't think people should be prosecuted as criminals uh, if no. they're addicted to something. I think they should get help uh, right. from 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 the government, which, by the way, is I don't know a hundred times cheaper than throwing somebody in jail for it. So ruining their whole life. Yeah, and yeah, spending a ton of money, and then also they're going to go to jail and still do it. Probably like. Just help people. Just be nice. Be if somebody's doing something that's not hurting anybody but themselves, help them not hurt themselves. Don't throw them in jail. That's that's my point of view. Are they gonna have um programs? Somebody's gotta start these programs for people who are incarcerated for this shit. Mm-hmm. This isn't funny. I'm not. This isn't a funny <laughs> thing I'm bringing up. Oh, I thought you but were like, coming up with like a money making scheme for us. No, because like, I, are are they going to have programs like at these at these consumption sites? Are they going to have cartoons or will they maybe about hire these fucking consumption sites? I don't know what you're talking. Look, you, Tim, you went on, 
maybe we can be the guys we bring a projector with some cartoons to a consumption site and that's how we make money that's our <laughs> business <sighs> all right uh i was just i was thinking you know people who have been incarcerated for this bullshit they're gonna come out and they're still like is that they're still gonna have a criminal record technically right where like their resume is gonna be like where were you for five years <laughs> yeah right there needs to be uh, resources for them to, to to get their lives back after this bullshit again this isn't funny i'm just yeah angry all well the time and i know this. i know uh part of this law too is that like a certain number of licenses have to go to people that were previously arrested or incarcerated and you know, uh, uh, minority owned businesses and, and stuff like that from what I've seen so far, like, you know, and again, maybe I haven't done the deepest research, but, uh, advocates seem pretty happy with, with the way this has all been implemented. Well, cause some, some States have legalized it. And then people are like, what about all the people in jail who, who were doing this? They're like, Oh, Eh. <laughs> like luckily this does have a very yeah. uh strong component from what i've read again i'm not a criminal justice major uh, well thank you to the very wise handsome charming governor andrew cuomo for making it all possible <sighs> yeah glad he had that uh change of heart out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. now resign you piece of shit We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast.